Welcome to uh, the first show uh, in a series uh, called Green Matters here on 105.9 Bishop FM and uh, I'm uh, joined uh, right at the start of this series uh, because this series of shows uh, is designed to complement the Green Fair which uh, was first held last September in the Methodist Church here in Bishop Auckland Uh, and uh, Daniel Rutland uh, is with me. Uh, He's the brains behind uh, the whole thing. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, about the Green Fair, Daniel. Thank you, Peter. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm perhaps not the brains, but uh, it was it was my my suggestion that got it going, I guess. Um, So uh, it's it's uh, this whole area of of caring for the earth and how we live on it and how we. do that better than we're doing at the moment has been a passion of mine for a long time. Um, I guess a lot of it is to do with my my love of nature and gardening and and sort of um, caring for for earth for the earth and in a very practical way, um, which has really sort of shaped me and uh, and given me a concern for these things. And um, I've been encouraged here. I've not lived in Bishop Auckland that long, but I've been here maybe three or four years, and. Um, I've been encouraged by meeting others who who really want to to sort of um, take these things on board and do something about them. Um, There was a little group called Bishop Auckland Climate Action that got going some years back now, very soon after I moved into the area. Um, Started by a lady who's actually moved moved on now, but um, she very, uh, you know, courageously took the bit the bullet and went out there and and, uh, booked the town hall and got a speaker and just, uh, you know, quite a lot of folks showed up and there was um there was some uh, discussion around you know what's happening with climate change particularly that was a focus um and what we can do about it and that sort of kicked off a little um flow of meetings that happened um for for a while after that um kind of fizzled out a bit after a time i think particularly with covid i think that was kind of a death knell of that particular expression just because obviously it was much harder to meet up so tell us a, a little bit about what we're going to expect uh, from the Green Fair, which uh, this year is on Saturday the 24th of June. Uh, yeah, so uh, we'll, um, we'll have a sort of slightly similar format, I guess, to what we did last year, um, which will be um, to bring together as many people as we can, really, and particularly um, local folk, both individuals and groups, who, who have a passion for... Um, for uh, caring for the earth, for the environment, for living sustainably, and also for building local community in a way that makes us more more resilient, stronger, able to to face the challenges that we're all facing at the moment. As uh, you know, don't need to say too much about that. Um, so really, it's an opportunity for for all these different folk and um, to come together and to share what they know with us. Um, in different ways so that could be through holding a stall and just people coming and chatting um, it could be through running a little workshop where some where maybe you can come along and have a go at sowing some seeds or making something from an old piece of fabric you know whatever it might be that that sort of um, helps us to think about reusing materials well um, it, it may be um, some music or something more creative um, there'll be some talks um, people who you know know their stuff who, who will be sharing with us some of the more detailed understanding that we need to have really if we're going to understand our um, carbon footprint and things of those kinds and uh, yeah hopefully some inspiring stories of what people are doing locally to um, to help us live more sustainably so that's what we want 
so so it's about it's about educating us isn't it yeah definitely education is is a big part of it um and we what we don't want is just lots and lots of information that just pe- people mm. feel overwhelmed by don't know what to do with so what we're really keen for is is sort of to do that in a way that's kind of friendly and positive and practical that gives us some real pointers of what we can actually start to do um, as individuals but also as a local community um, just you know little little changes to our lives to start with and maybe much bigger things in in the longer term but um, what we want to do is not only to educate but kind of to empower really so that people um, can go away from that feeling actually this is an area where I can make a bit of a difference you know I'm not sort of just a little pawn in the game and and unable to to cope with this because it is you know it's a big subject and we're all aware of how how scary some of the predictions are and you know yeah. and, and we're all struggling just even to you know pay the bills as well you know um so uh, so these are big subjects and we don't want to make people depressed but we do want to to uh, help people to understand what they can do well I, I was there um last september at the green fair and uh, it was it was it was very uplifting it was very positive mm. And and that's that's the sort of thing that, that, that I like about it. What was the best thing about last year's event for you, Daniel? Yeah, that's a good question. Um for me I think it was it was just the buzz in the air really. Mm. Because um, that's what that's really what I wanted to happen, you know, when I sort of thought let's let's do something, that was what I had in mind, was just that sense of people coming together and instead of everyone being on their own kind of trying to make some sense of these challenging uh, issues we'll have a conversation, we'll get people together. And, um, and there really was a buzz in the air. There was just lots of, lots of positive sharing and people being very open and, um, and everybody just, you know, doing their little bit together, yeah. I think, I think that's really, really important. Um, now, now we, we're only February and, and this new event is happening in June. How can people get in touch in the interim with you? and maybe put some ideas forward to you well do do look up the facebook page which i believe is just bishop auckland green fair um so you can certainly um get in touch that way or directly through through bishop fm um, yeah and and our contact detail it's info at bishopfm.com so uh, anybody come uh, with any ideas um they can they can they can let us they can let us know yeah and we're very keen that folk will you know come forward and say yeah this is something that i care about perhaps i can help to facilitate a workshop on the day or maybe i can help with a bit of volunteering you know with communication or some practical help on the day maybe even if people want to make a a financial donation to help us with the expenses um, anything like that really would be helpful or, or if you want to help us plan the event um, and we'd love to have some some fresh input into that particularly I think from young people um, and we'd love to get more children and young people involved this year and if, if any ch- child or young person is listening to this who would you know like to help plan an event like this um, and give us their perspectives we'd love to hear from you. Fantastic and uh, just uh, towards the end of the hour uh, we'll give uh some uh, dates when there are meetings uh, about the the subjects uh, coming up uh, in the next few weeks just finally uh, Daniel what are the things that you're most looking forward to the new fair in June um, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, 
bringing people together again really I think that's my passion mm. um, because I just think we uh, we learn so much more when we put put our heads together not just our heads but our hearts and our hands yeah and, and you know share share what we know and um, I, I'm looking forward to to people um, being inspired really and thinking um, here's something that I can I can do um, whether that be going off and and um, joining the local wildlife trust to do some conservation work whether that be just taking some something different at home um, but yeah people people being inspired I think is what I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to speaking with all the fantastic people uh, that come along because I, I, I think I think they are really inspired and uh, I would like to think that uh, our audience is inspired by them as well. Daniel, thanks very much for your time, and I'm sure we'll be speaking uh, over the next few weeks. You're very welcome. That was uh, Daniel Rutland, uh, sort of co-organiser uh, of the Green Fair at the uh, Bishop Auckland Methodist Church. This year, of course, uh, as we said, uh, it's on Saturday the 24th of June. Bishop FM will be there uh, all day, uh, as we were last year, of course. Uh, and uh, I just wanted to uh, give a flavour of last year's event now. Uh, it uh, took place uh, in September last year. Uh, and uh, Daniel were there and uh, all the team was there uh, and uh, I spoke uh, initially to uh, a couple of people from uh, Bridge Creative. Now their mission statement uh, is to create opportunities that remove barriers to employment for adults uh, with learning disabilities, encourage creativity and social responsibility and add value to the community and support people to reach their potential. Uh, ben was uh, was with me, uh, Ben Tinkler. He's uh, Managing Director of uh, Bridge Creative uh, and Ben's worked with adults uh, with learning disabilities uh, and uh, autism uh, for over 10 years. And this is how uh, the uh, conversation went. Uh, he had Dean with him, by the way, uh, so uh, this is uh, Ben and Dean. Just tell us a little bit uh, about Bridge Creative. Um, we support adults with um, learning disabilities. Right. And we like do experience to get them in to paid employment. Fantastic! What what a it must be a very rewarding job. This. Yeah. How long have you been uh, been doing this? We've been going about just over four years now. Just over four years, and yeah, we've uh, we've supported quite a lot of people across the county, Durham. So we're working with over 200, 200 adults with learning disabilities and autism across the county, um, and helping lots of people get into work and gain work experience and things like that. So, what what are you doing here? What what are you telling people here? Just what what you do? Just show them what we do. Yeah, so we make we make uh, art installations and um, uh, upcycle furniture using mainly recycled materials. So um, using lots of wood pallets and uh, recycled plastic bottles and things like that. Stop uh, waste going to landfill. Um, and we we do um, art installations for large events and festivals as well. Um, and we organise events of our own, um, including the Queen's Jubilee. Um, events earlier in the year in Christmas Town in Bishop Martyr Place and things like that. So, all giving people work experience that they need to be able to get into paid employment. 
Fantastic. And are you based in Bishop Auckland? Yeah, we're based in Bishop Auckland. Yeah. Well, look, guys, thanks ever so much for talking to us on, on Bishop FM. Yeah, Can well. I wish you all the very best with what you do? Because, it, it, as I say, it's a, a very, very rewarding thing. And uh, getting people into to employment and learning new skills and helping the environment, to me, you've ticked all the boxes. Thanks very much, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you. That was Ben and Dean speaking to me uh, at the Green Fair last September at the Bishop Auckland uh, Methodist Church. And uh, as we've been saying, uh, there's a brand new Green Fair uh, this year. Uh, on uh, Saturday the uh, 24th of June. Uh, Now we're just running through uh, some of the people that uh, we spoke to uh, last year Uh, and uh, we spoke to uh, uh, Fiona Ewing uh, from uh, Inspiral Cycles uh, and uh, they say on their website that they're a multi-award winning honest and proper bike shop uh, based in Bishop Auckland uh, and in 2022 uh, gained uh, three badges uh, from uh, Marin's Green Bear program to recognise sustainability commitments uh, extended to uh, our local town and uh, trails. We've partnered uh, with uh, the local charity uh, Hampstead Trail Blazers uh, and uh, Fiona spoke to me at the fair and this is what she had to say. Tell me a little bit about what you do. Yes, well we've got a bicycle shop in Bishop Auckland on Newgate Street. We're on the high street. Uh, But today we've come up to the Green Fair because we're wanting to talk about barriers to cycling that some people find. So we're here that most people get that a bicycle is probably good for themselves, for their own health and good for the planet. But they'll often say to us... I can't cycle, I haven't cycled for years, or I'm scared of the traffic, or I can't get up the hill because I live up the dale. And That'd be me, I have to say. Yeah, so we're working hard to try and break down some of those barriers. So that's what I've been talking about today. Is it very dangerous to cycle, or, or, or are there things that we can mitigate? There's two aspects to the safety side. One is the safety of the actual bike that you're riding. So if you understand how to maintain your bike and look after your bike, you're going to be a lot safer. And then the other side of feeling safe is your own confidence. It's your own cycle confidence. So some people feel confident cycling in traffic and others won't at all. And we understand that. But Bishop Auckland's got great cycle routes off-road. It's got the railway lines. Yes, of course. So I think we're really lucky in this area. Um, we've, we've also wanting to promote, really, that Durham County Council have their own courses for adults. So if it's you need a bit of confidence getting back on your bike, they actually run different courses. You'd have to go on the internet, Cycle Durham, through County Durham uh, website. Yes. And they also do complete beginners courses for adults. They're starting this month. So... If you think you've not ridden a bike since you were at school or you've never ridden a bike, it's not too late because some people have never tried an electric bike and there's a few misconceptions. I think sometimes people are worried that it's almost like a mini motorbike and it's going to take off. Well, it's not going to do that because you need to pedal. The way that the bikes work is they are still a bicycle. They will not move unless you pedal, but there's a motor which assists your pedaling. I see powered by a battery the battery recharges within a few hours and then when you pedal 
it gives you the amount of assistance that you choose. There's different power levels. Oh, I see. So you could just select the lowest eco setting and it'll just help you along and you might be on the flat. You might then come to cycle up Toronto Bank and you might need the top power. And it, again, you keep pedaling and you still change gear like a normal bike. So you might change down to an easier gear for you to pedal, but the motor is actually pushing you up the hill practically. In the past seven, eight years, it's really come on. People are more aware of them, but also the technology has moved on a bit. So you can get more miles out of the battery. You might have a higher power motor, or it depends on the kind of riding you want. Um, So people ask me, how far can you go on a battery? It does depend on the weather and the route that you're taking, how many hills, but you can do 40 miles happily on fully assisted with, with your power, depending on the bike. Well, look, Fiona, thanks ever so much for taking the time to talk to us uh, on Bishop FM. Uh, Bishop Auckland's independent bike shop in, in Spiral Cycles. This is Shildon's Bishop FM. Before the break, uh, we heard uh, from uh, Fiona Ewing. Uh, she was talking to us uh, at the Green Fair last September, and uh, I think she inspired a lot of people to uh, look out for those uh, cycle paths uh, around and about, and uh, certainly stay safe uh, when uh, cycling on the roads. Well, uh, we're uh, going through... Uh, what uh, we did at the uh, Green Fair last year as a prelude to the uh, new Green Fair date uh, which has been announced uh, this year uh, Saturday the 24th of June and uh, I spoke to uh, a couple of uh, great people from uh, Durham County Council and they were responsible for uh, putting on those stickers that we had uh, on the top of uh, all our bins uh, to tell us what we can put or what we should put in those bins uh, and uh, that was uh, John Paul and uh, Darren uh, and uh, I started off uh, talking to them uh, quite posh, really, uh, and this is how it went. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, joining us uh, on Bishop FM. So tell me a little bit about what what you're doing here, because you've got great recycling T-shirts on and that. Well, we've sort of come along today. Um, We want to help promote recycling, um, give a bit of education to the, the footfall of traffic that's coming through, a few handouts, leaflets, um, just to sort of be here if there's any questions um, that people need to know because sometimes it can get a little bit confusing. So we're here, just myself and Jean-Paul, just to just to give some guidance, really. Right, right, because I, I said to you just off air um, that I, I, I did a, a little piece about a month or so ago, probably a little bit over that, about the stickers that we've all had on our bins to put the right stuff in the right bins. That's right. How, how important is that? Yeah, it's really important because the um, contamination rate is quite high at the minute. I think it's 30%, so it's, it's only got worse since COVID. Um, obviously, a lot of people working from home, things like that. So there's extra rubbish in the bins where it would normally be at a workplace bin, for example. So the sticker in, uh, we spent about three, four months doing that around the whole county, um, just informing people what can and what can't go in the bins. And hopefully that's going to bring the, the contamination rate right down again. So, so you say about about contamination. What what does that mean to Durham County Council if 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 the rubbish is contaminated? It costs an awful lot of money to to sort out. The more we can get people onto putting the right things in the right bin, obviously bins always finds right down. Yeah, I mean, I, I've said how important it is because I, I think you're right, Darren. 
uh, people don't know, do they? No. They, I, I mean, I, I, I've done things in the past, I know, that have perhaps been wrong, but for the right reasons, if you see what I mean. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, but not uh, everything can be recycled, but but we try and get no, most and, things. And I think and a, a, a classic example really is is the pizza box, which everyone presumes can just go straight into recycling because it's cardboard. But quite often, there's a lot of grease, and they leave yes. the crusts in and things like that, and that will then be a contaminated product that affects right. the recycling. So it's this is why this campaign with the stickering events like this, um, you know, there's been. Been 12 of us doing the stickering, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's best to go on the Durham County Council website. We've got um, durham.gov.uk forward slash recycling, and that gives you all the information you could you could need on there. Great stuff. And and one of the things that, that I like saying is we, because it's it's the small electrical items, isn't it? Now I, I didn't know that we couldn't put things like that in the dustbin. Uh, I, I think in years gone by, perhaps we could, uh, but there are sites locally where you can actually take your small electrical items. Yeah, there's, there's drop-off areas, um, and again on the website, I'll, I'll let you know where you can drop off these these items. But and there's a couple of reasons really that they shouldn't go into recycling bins. They can be a fire risk for starters, um, but also some valuable bits and pieces in there, and some of the products can actually be repaired. Well look guys, uh, John Paul, Darren, thank you ever so much thank you very uh, much. for taking the time to talk to us here on, on Bishop FM and uh, it's best to go as you say to the uh, Durham County Council website and I know from uh, experience there's some great stuff on there, some great advice where you can take things but uh, thanks very much both. That was uh, John Paul and Darren uh, from Durham County Council uh, talking to me uh, last year, last September, at uh, the Green Fair at the uh, Methodist Church. Uh, and then uh, we had a, a brilliant talk uh, in the other room uh, on fair trade. And uh, we uh, then spoke to uh, Judith and Vanessa, uh, who had uh, given uh, that talk, uh, and they were uh, representing fair trade. Now, Fairtrade is a system of certification that uh, aims to ensure a set of standards are met in the production and supply of a product or ingredient. Uh, for farmers uh, and uh, workers, Fairtrade means uh, workers' rights, safer working conditions and fairer pay. For shoppers, it means high-quality, ethically produced products. And uh, choosing Fairtrade means... Uh, Standing with the farmers uh, for fairness, uh, equality against some of the biggest challenges uh, that the world faces. Uh, and um, I went on to the uh, Fairtrade uh, website uh, and uh, there are over 1.66 million farmers and workers in uh, 1,411 producer organisations across the Fairtrade system. So uh, it's, uh, it's very, uh, very, very big. And uh, I suppose uh, fair trade for me, uh, my first uh, um, uh, uh, soiree with the fair trade uh, was with the coffee, of course, fair trade coffee. And uh, recent times uh, I've been uh, looking at uh, fair trade uh, bananas uh, and uh, uh, there's, there's loads of uh, uh, items uh, in our supermarkets uh, that uh, have the uh, fair trade mark. So... Uh, I caught up uh, at the Green Fair last uh, year, last September, with uh, Judith and uh, Vanessa 
uh, from Fairtrade and this is, uh, this is what uh, they had to say. Tell us a little bit about Fairtrade. Fairtrade came about in the late 70s as far as I remember where they were trying to make sure that the small producers in parts of the world where they didn't have a large voice would get a fair price for their goods and to band together and give them a a chance to get a, a fair market price but also to help them form cooperatives right. to work together to do that. Right, it, it's, it sounds really interesting. Uh, now, now, Judith, you, you were telling me uh, a little bit earlier that you've actually been abroad and, and visited some of uh, these traders. Yes, I was lucky enough to be in South Africa and went to visit some of the wine um, producers uh, who produce fair trade wine for the co-op. And, um, and I've also been to Peru, uh, where we had a week visiting different craftsmen and women who produce uh, the handicrafts that we sell in our fair trade shops. So, so what, what sort of thing, um, Vanessa, are, are you sort of talking about at, at, at this event? At this event, what we're trying to do is to say, to be green, we hmm. want everybody to get a fair price for what they're growing and they are making it what they're producing overseas when we can't get our coffee grown here if it's we want them to those who are producing it overseas to get a fair price for what they're creating and they're also getting the education so that it's done in a way that is ecologically fair right as well because of the the education that's going into it i I think it's really important actually uh, that word education Mm. because i've spoken to a lot of people today at the event and, and i've learned so much and uh, you know what, what? What sort of reaction are you getting, Judy, from 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 people here at the fair? Um, most people are interested to see what a broad range of products uh, come under the fair trade banner. Um, and I've also had people comment on the fact that you can get them in uh, big supermarkets and other shops now. It doesn't have to be a dedicated fair trade shop to find these products, that they are getting a lot more acceptable on the, on the market, general market. Being green is about being fair and being fair to the planet and fair to all its people. Is what what I see, and that the word green can encompass so much. Yeah, it can. It can. Well, look, ladies, thank you ever so much for taking the time to talk to us on Bishop FM, and uh, can I wish you all the very best, and and thanks for educating me. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it was certainly an education uh, last year at the uh, Green Fair, and uh, we're hoping uh, that we're going to have the same this year, this June. Uh, I keep saying the date, it's the uh, 24th of June, Saturday the 24th of June, from 10am till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. But uh, many thanks to uh, Judith and uh, Vanessa uh, from uh, Fairtrade for explaining all about it there. Uh, And of course, uh, we've got these uh, series of programmes complementing the the, uh, new Green Fair, uh, Green Matters, 
and uh, these are going to be broadcast uh, here on uh, Bishop FM the first Sunday in every month uh, so uh, 5th of uh, February today uh, next uh, programme will be on the 5th of March just four weeks time uh, and so on and so forth uh, okay I caught up with the uh, Weir Rivers Trust uh, as well they yeah, gave a brilliant talk uh, and uh, I spoke to uh, a couple of people uh, Kirsty and uh, Mick uh, from the Weir Rivers Trust uh, now uh, who are we uh, well uh, it says here on uh, their website our goal is to uh, protect improve and help manage uh, the land and water ways uh, uh, Weir catchment uh, to benefit uh, all who live, work and play in the region. We focus on improving the environment uh, of our urban uh, and rural uh, communities uh, using nature-based solutions to problems like uh, pollution, flooding and uh, habitat loss. We raise awareness uh, of the value of the, the river weir, including uh, its flora, fauna, social and uh, economic benefits, and we help people uh, to understand the need for conversation, uh, conservation rather, certainly con con conversation, uh, and uh, restoration and uh, promote uh, exploration and uh, enjoyment uh, of this uh, precious resource and uh, talking about uh, conversation uh, I caught up uh, at the Green Fair last September with uh, Kirsty and Mick from the uh, Weir Rivers Trust. So tell us a little bit about what you're actually doing here and, and, and some of the work that you do. Well we're here today because it's a green fair and obviously we sort of like do sort of some green engineering techniques in and around the riverbanks and stuff like that. Um, a lot of project work we've got going on. We get we're a charitable organisation. We're funded. Um, we're trying to make little improvements down the riverbank to the benefit of all, includes um, the habitat, the wildlife, um, and, and the visitors as well. And you know, we've got a lot of big big issues with the invasive plants, non-native ones, i.e., um, Japanese knotweed, um, giant hogweed. And Himalayan balsam, they're the three main ones. But we've got some which live in the water as well, you know, and down the estuary, like Chinese mizzen crabs are now starting to appear up here as well. Ten years ago, um, invasive plants and species used to cost the government about 1.7 billion per year. So we're doing a little bit. Um, we sponsored for some of the work we do through Northumbria Water, trying to, they, they've got like a nice big environmental sort of a take and they're trying to do their bit to improve. Um, the habitat and the, the you know the countryside for everybody, and uh, we sort of work as like a well the main contractor for them. I we would do, say. Yeah. we do. We've got a big co um, project in this area, the Gornless Reconnected, um, and we've got yeah. funding from Gornless Gateway, um, Bishop Auckland AAP, um, as well as from Northumbrian Water and the EA, um, and. A lot of that is community engagement and education. There's 18 primary schools in Bishop Auckland. Fantastic. And we've got all 18 in our sites for this um, coming financial year for our education team to, to go in and educate the kids in school and to take them to the river. Um, because, you know, we think that if we start with the kids, they go home, they tell the parents. You're not the, the, the first pair today that I've actually said that education is is 
is key. It is. Because I, sitting here uh, on, on Bishop FM, um, I've learned so much today. Um, you know, we, we use volunteers, you know. Yeah. We want to get a lot more volunteers involved, you know, in your local area and going down to the river. and It's enjoyable, but you're doing something good for the environment. It's good for your mental health. Um, and it's community engagement, isn't it? So we're all about that. Absolutely. And, and Mick, do you think that, that water quality in general is improving in the area? I think it, I think it is on the whole. Um, yes, that, that there's always going to be the odd localised issue. I was a volunteer for the Trust a few years back until I retired. And then they rang me up out the blue. And <laughs> now we've got them working now, for now, us. Now, now they've got me working, so I'm, I'm getting paid to get these hands yes. dirty now, which is, which is it's great. And it's like my previous role in a previous job was environmental management as well, but I was kind of like stuck with the regulatory side of things um, and the monitoring couldn't get away from the desk basically this is absolutely fantastic I'm out and about um, I'm losing the stiffness in my hips because I'm not <laughs> sat at the office desk all day and I'm meeting new people you know day in day out and it's yeah it's, it is a really nice way to get out and about and do something good that's I mean that's it, it is great and and you know thanks very much for for telling us about some of these things that you're doing because from my point of view, it's it's things that you're doing that people don't see. It is, that's right. You know, you, you can go out on, on a riverbank and, and do some fantastic work and then go away and it just seems as yeah. if it's just as it, as it was yeah. and no, nobody knows. And it's so, so important about managing these rivers. But um, thanks very much for taking the time to talk to us. Yeah, well, people just need to look on our website and contact us. There's, um, they can sign up to be a volunteer through our website so we'd love to get more people out and involved get to the page where my mug shot you yes <laughs> yes see Mick on there <laughs> there's a phone number there as well they can ring if they want yeah. as well or they can do it online whichever yeah it's uh, yeah it's www dot uk and I, I do know i've been on that website so i do know yeah. there is some great information there is there. and we've just had a revamp of the website and there's a lot more on there now and it's a lot more interactive so yeah take a look fantastic well can i thank you from the community uh, for all the work that that you do and thanks very much for talking to us thank here you. on bishop fm thank you thank you yeah, cheers, that thanks. was uh, kirsty uh, and uh, mick there from uh, the uh, Weir Rivers Trust uh, and uh, Mick Donkin is the uh, volunteer coordinator and project support officer uh, for the uh, Weir Rivers Trust uh, and you can contact Mick directly uh, by emailing uh, mick.donkin at weir-rivers-trust.org.uk that's a bit of a mouthful, that is. You can also uh, go on to the uh, Weir Rivers Trust website, uh, which is uh, weir-rivers-trust.org.uk. Uh, and uh, it, there's a, an awful lot uh, on that website about what uh, the Trust do uh, and how you can get uh, involved uh, in all the work that they do. Uh, Mick says uh, 2022 was a very good uh, year uh, for uh, with staff and volunteers regularly working out uh, uh, and about uh, in the uh, catchment area uh, and 
yeah you can get in contact with Mick via the website as well you're listening to uh, Bishop FM, uh, the brand new program, uh, Green Matters, and uh, we're talking uh, about uh, lots of uh, initiatives, a lot of lot of uh, education uh, that we can all uh, pick up uh, uh, on uh, Green Matters, and uh, this is uh, a series of programmes, uh, the first Sunday in every month uh, to. Uh, help support and uh, complement uh, the uh, Green Fair uh, which is uh, to be held uh, this year on uh, Saturday the 24th of June uh, from 10am until 4pm and uh, if you uh, need to get in touch you can get in touch with us uh, here at uh, Bishop FM uh, and uh, we will pass on uh, any uh, information uh, to the Green Fair or uh, directly uh, at the uh, Green Fair. Just uh, search uh, Green Fair uh, on uh, social media and uh, you can uh, pick up uh, everything to do uh, with the Green Fair uh, there. And uh, on the line, uh, okay, I've, uh, I've got now. Gavin uh, Salmon. Uh, thanks for waiting for us, Gavin. Uh, very good morning to you. Good morning to you too, Peter. How are you doing? Uh, I'm I'm all right, Gavin. It's great to talk to you on Green Matters. Um, how how did you get involved in the Green Fair in the first place, Gavin? Well, it's funny, really. I was having a cup of tea with <laughs> Daniel, who is one of the organisers of the Green Fair, yeah. and he had been up to Durham and had experienced a Green Fair up in Durham, and felt that he could he felt that he could bring something um, to Bishop Auckland. Yeah. So we had a conversation with John Purdy up at the Methodist Church, and from there they set off and thought, well, let's get a green fair together. But he couldn't do it on his own, so through having a cup of tea with him, he asked if I would get involved because my um, involvement is through was mainly through young people because I'm a um, teacher in Bishop Auckland. Right. And we felt that bringing young people to um, the green fair was an Im- uh, important part of it. So that's how I got involved, was basically through a, having a cup of tea and a random conversation, and also feeling that actually ha- having a conversation around Green Matters is important yeah. um, in the local area. Young people uh, are, are obviously our future. What, what, what's your feeling of, of young people's views on sort of Green Matters? Well, I completely agree with you, Peter, that they are our next generation. Mm-hmm. So we want to leave a planet that is worth living in. Mm-hmm. So if we can um, involve them and get their opinions. So this is so last year was our um, first Green Fair that we had organised. And from the success of last year, mm-hmm. from the conversations we had with other participants and also people who were involved in the Green Fair, we wanted to um, have another one this year for our second one. But we want to get involved with as many young people as possible and hear their voice and find out their opinions. So we're going out in earnest to find um, l- local young people mm-hmm. and find out what they, what their um, opinions are and what their point of view of how they can make Bishop Auckland greener and more sustainable. Because they've got really good ideas, probably even better ideas than we have. So let's listen to their, um, let's listen to their voice and find out how we can include them. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's that's really important. And, and we heard uh, earlier on in the hour 
-hmm. how uh, people got involved uh, last September. Of course, uh, this year's Green Fair is uh, on Saturday the 24th of June at uh, Bishop Auckland Methodist Church. Mm, uh, and, um, yeah, it, it, it's fabulous uh, that people uh, from all walks of the community get involved mm -hmm. What sort of expertise are you bringing to the, the, the fair? My expertise, I don't like to call expertise because people then think you're an expert and I don't feel like I'm an expert. What no. I feel like is I'm a human being that wants to make you... the environment better and um, also uh, just not our local environment, our, our world environment. So I don't think you should just look locally. We need to look globally of how we can yeah. support one another. Um, so my expertise difficult expertise is enthusiasm for um for sustainable matters mm -hmm. and my i've taken on responsibility for our social media so making sure that we are on our social medias and people um know about the green fair and we want to promote it far and wide so we're very lucky to have bishop fm last year to come and support us and you are supporting us again this year which yeah, is absolutely fantastic absolute so pleasure Thank you so much, Peter. And if there's any other businesses or um, people that want to be part of it, then we'd love to have a conversation with you. Um, absolutely, we'd love to have a conversation. Yeah, ab absolutely, uh, Gavin. I, I mean, that's a, that's a that's a really good point. Um, I, I, I don't think any of us are, are, are expert in anything, are we? We, but but you know, we we all are of that mindset mm -hmm. of, of of bringing enthusiasm to the well I, I i was going to say problem but it's not it's not a problem i, th I think it's it's moving forward from where we are isn't it absolutely you absolutely hit the nail on the head there that we what our, one of our aims at the um, green fair is not to look at um all the problems but actually how can we build up solutions to these mm -hmm. Uh, issues but not done in a preaching way so it's not done with um you're doing it wrong and we're doing it right but to open conversation to say well this is how weird this is how one organization is doing it how can we support one another and network together so that was a real big um positive that people came around in around the table in the mm -hmm. room where they could have open honest conversations and which created a buzz for the uh, people who came to the green fair because they went, oh, I'd never thought about doing that, or, yeah. oh, that's really interesting. Or, um, so for example, they did a, a litter pick and brought um, young people, older intergenerational, so young people, older people, it was a whole intergenerational mix. They went out into Bishop and um, cleaned the streets around the venue, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it is, and, and, and the thing is, for, from my perspective, it's about education. That's that's what I said. This program's about. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's not about preaching to people that we should do this or should do that or shouldn't do this or shouldn't do that. It's about educating people because people a lot of the time don't know. No, absolutely. Well, I didn't know lots of things before I went um, for a meeting Daniel or meeting other mm -hmm. um, people at the Green Fair, and it's. It was fascinating to hear their lives and why they got involved um, with looking after the environment and what they're doing as well. So I love to listen to the talks that mm -hmm. went um, went on. So, for example, at Bridge Creative, how they are creating a better world or better environment and job opportunities for 
anybody in their care, which is absolutely fantastic, and they do absolutely amazing work. Yeah, and, and we heard earlier on uh, my conversation last September with uh, Ben and Dean uh, mm-hmm. from Bridge Creative. Uh, mm-hmm. fant- fantastic work, fantastic work in the community. And if anyone wants to listen to that, we actually do have a YouTube channel right. where they can. Um, they had we videoed the workshops and the talks. So if anyone wants to look at those, they just have to go onto our YouTube channel, Bishop Auckland, Auckland Green Fair, and they can see the videos of the talks. And they were fascinating and really illuminating. Well, they were. I, I didn't see them all, unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Gavin, because obviously I was broadcasting in in the other room and interviewing people as they'd done their talks, mm-hmm. so so I, I didn't see all those. But the, but I, from what I'd heard, they they were absolutely uh, inspirational. They really were. They really were. It gave me food food for thought of how to change little aspects in my life uh, becoming more sustainable. So, like I say, that's why I never want to call myself an expert. <laughs> I feel like we're always learning. Every day is a learning opportunity just by listening to one another. And yeah, it is. I think listening is really important to one another. Yeah, absolutely. So so that brings me on to, to sort of my next question, which was mm-hmm. what was the best memory of last year's Green Fair that was held uh, up at the uh, Methodist Church uh, last September? There's so many to that I know. I tried to try and choose one. One of the random acts of kindness which happened um, quite organically, this lady had made some paper origami um, birds and she'd seen that the green fair was happening, but unfortunately she couldn't attend to the meetings and couldn't attend for the day, but she wanted to make these origami um, little birds and give them to some participants and then mainly to the organisers to say we feel that this is a really important issue and keep going with what you're doing. So it was a sign of, actually, I think this is really important that that's why we need to do it again next year. And I have it hung up on my mantelpiece and it just reminds me of such a fantastic day that happened on the, I think it was the 10th of September. Yeah, it was. And and I've still got mine. I've I've got my little... uh, Paper bird, yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. it's fabulous, and it, it's still downstairs in the dining room. And I look at that uh, most days; it's it's mm-hmm. fabulous. Absolutely. So, what what are you looking forward to uh, most on on the 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 new date? That's uh, Saturday, the twenty fourth of June, starting at ten o'clock. That's right. Um, again, I'll, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it develops and grows. So the people who came last year were really enthusiastic so we had some local um, councillors who want to get mm-hmm. involved and they already got in contact and said they were going to come to the planning meetings which is fantastic um, also we want more young people like I said before yeah. so I've been into King James School and talked to some of the members of staff and see if there's anybody who is interested in coming on to either committee or can we as a committee go down to different schools yeah. so and we're not just limited to just one school we'd like to hear from any organization who works with young people so be it a community group a youth cl- club um, schools primary secondary nurseries anybody who's got young people but not just young people anybody who has got an interest we would love to hear from them and hear their opinions and say yes this is what we would like to be be a part of because I don't 
we don't want to make it feel like it's owner it's an owner's task we want it to be shared with as many mm. people as possible so it yeah so if there's anybody out there in bishop auckland or beyond bishop auckland who'd like to um who'd like to be part of it please come and get in contact with us so is is there any specific help that that, that you need gabby no i think what we uh what we want to say is you come with what your what you feel you can bring whether it's time whether it is a stall you want to do on the on the day whether it's a talk we want to hear from you and see how you can fit into it and also we do have planning committee meetings but they're not everyone has to attend it each each time um so we do we meet um physically in a building but we also do hybrid so you can come onto zoom call right so if you so i live in darlington so sometimes i can't get there um, physically but i can meet via zoom when's the next uh, meeting Gavin? Oh, let me just check my diary it is on tuesday the 21st of february at 6 p.m and we're hold it at the Methodist Church on Cockton Hill Road or via Zoom like I said before. So can people just turn up or, or how do they get in touch with you? Yeah that's so if they'd like to just turn up absolutely um, we'll you'll be welcomed with open arms mm -hmm. and but you can also get in contact us via our Facebook page which is Bishop Auckland Green Fair. We also have an email address which is Bishop Auckland Green Fair at gmail.com Plus, then we have all the other social medias um, platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So, really, there's there's no excuse for uh, for not getting in touch. Absolutely. Um, so, we'd love to hear from any business, organisation, charity, um, councillor, anybody who has a heart for their community and want to make it a more sustainable place. Well, thanks for your time, Gavin. I, I really do appreciate that. And uh, please come and talk to us uh, on the next Green Matters show, which is in just four weeks' time. Thanks, Peter. That's uh, Gavin Salmon there uh, talking to us uh, here on uh, Green Matters. Well, that's uh, almost uh, all we've got time for uh, on uh, this first uh, programme uh, about Green Matters. If you've got anything... Uh, that you'd like to uh, get in touch with us about. You can get in touch with the, the Green Fair, as we've said all the way through the show, uh, or myself uh, at Bishop FM, and you just go onto our website, bishopfm.com, uh, and uh, get in touch with us uh, that way. Uh, don't forget, uh, we'll be back uh, here uh, in a month's time. Yes, that's the uh, next time uh, that we will be on air with the Green Matters, just uh, four weeks today, and uh, we look forward to your company then. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed uh, our little uh, insight into last year's uh, Green Fair and uh, for us to start to look forward to uh, this year's Green Fair uh, on uh, Saturday the 24th of June uh, here in Bishop Auckland uh, at the Methodist Church. Okay, that's uh, just about all we've got time for uh, this time on the show.